Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Investing these days can look and feel like a game, but it's not. Don't play games with your financial future. Before you invest your hard-earned money, always do your research and create a long-term investing plan that meets your financial goals. Learn how at Investor.gov, an unbiased resource for investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome to another week of the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and we are coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to uh, send an email, studio at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, TV, uh, and our website, TV, where you can find out what we've been doing, what we are doing, and what we intend on doing in the near future, and we're heard around the world on the Exxon Broadcast Network and our growing family of broadcast affiliates and satellite programming providers. Exxon Nation, uh, we're going to be starting off this week on a very serious note. My guest this hour is Dr. Doug Rocky, and we've had Doug on the show over the years talking about depleted uranium and, and other concerns that you will not hear about anywhere else in the mainstream media. Mainstream media likes to turn their back and say, well, you know, it sucks to be you guys. What's that? Depleted uranium? Nah, never heard of it. What's that? People are dying. No, that can't be because we're not hearing about it. But it is happening. Doug, first of all, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Always a great pleasure talking to you, my friend. And once again, thank you for your service, Doug, over the many years. 
Thank you, Rob, very much. All right, Doug. Zika virus. I've read the information that you have been posting online, and I've got to be honest with you, Doug, it scares the hell out of me. First of all, tell our listeners a little bit about you. Well, I don't know. I've been teaching, involved in the military and chemical, nuclear, biological warfare for so many years and teaching it. As you know, our team developed the uh, medical management, chemical, and biological casualties course, and we taught to the U.S. military. Mm -hmm. We taught to police and fire and medical personnel throughout North America, actually into Europe and beyond, for the government. And we tried to get everything put together. I mean, we taught everybody in the New York Emergency Services Unit, that's police and fire department, and 120 city programs all over the place. Chemical and biological warfare has been a nightmare, and it continues to be a nightmare. And now what happened, and this scares me, because all the stuff we put together and taught over all these many years, and there's not many of our team left alive to even continue to teach, has been Mm -hmm. forgotten. Zika is another one of those uh, biological warfare things, another one of those things where they start to modify genetic modifications on the Aedes mosquito, and as a result, it's a nightmare. Uh, Zika virus is caused initially by virus transmitted by a mosquito, mosquito bite to, you know, human or, mm-hmm. and then on. But now we know for sure that it's transmitted not only by just the Aedes mosquito, but probably any mosquito or any bug. 100% confirmation of transmission sexually now, 100% confirmation that's transmitted by any bodily fluids whatsoever. And it's turned into a, a complete and total nightmare. I mean, the elder the people are think it's a mild fever, a skin rash, and conjunctivitis, a flu symptoms, and all this stuff, two to seven days. But when you get to the newborn, it's devastating. You get to the elderly, it's devastating. Because there's a whole host of other diseases that get in there. Oh, my gosh. And there is, as we you know, I'm pulling it up from the WHO and from the CDC and what we already know, quote, there is no specific treatment or vaccine currently available. The best form is prevention and protection. Well, once this all got it started and got loose down there, deliberately got used from the mosquito modification programs and releases down there in Brazil and Colombia, it started going all over. And I and others on our team, God bless a whole ha- handful of people we've worked together with Dr. Pr- Professor Francis Boyle, mm-hmm. Law School at University of Illinois, Dr. Merle Nass, incredible physician and expert in chem bio and nukes. We said you've got to have biocontainment at the source. That's what we said with all of these diseases. You have to have biocontainment at the source. But what's happened today is now around the world and all over the United States, it's all over Europe. I mean, it's devastating throughout the Central America and South America. And the children, my God, the children that are being affected, I mean, there's no way we condone this at all. And then on top of this, and this goes back to Desert Storm and the warnings we put out and the reports we put out for the National Institute of Health and CDC and National Academy of Sciences. They say prevention of spraying bugs with, mos- you know, spraying mosquitoes and bugs with pesticides is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. All of us have gone down from it. I mean, you can't spray pesticides because pesticides are a neurotoxic poison. You inhale, ingest them, you get them under your skin, you get absorbed, and everybody goes down. All right, Doug, we've got to take a break. Please stand by. Exonation, Dr. Dog Rocky is our special guest of this hour. The story you're going to hear is fact, not fiction. This is the Exxon. I'm coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. 
This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at www.drgibbswilliams.com. Shamanism is recognized as a method to access the quantum level. Mastery of shamanic skills puts spiritual information and healing power into your hands. Path Home Shamanic Art School, a bonded Colorado certified occupational school, has met rigorous state standards ensuring its director and instructors have the qualifications to teach the shamanic arts. Path Home offers a certification program in blocks of study. Block 1, a five-day intensive, will be held in the beautiful mountain town of Coldale, Colorado, October 13th through 18th. Registration deadline is September 12th. Experience journey trance, power animals, helping spirits, sacred space, and life purpose. Come discover your power. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magical world of shamanism. Call 303-775-3431 or visit findyourpathhome.com. Dr. Doug Rocky is our special guest of the Salbrook's Own Nation. Uh, we, over the years, we have talked to Doug and many of the brave men and women who uh, were, were responsible for the deplorable cleanup of depleted uranium in the Middle East after the conflicts over there. And um, the stories that, that we have heard and that we know about these fine men and women who, you know, who, who sacrificed themselves so that Everybody over here could live in peace, harmony, and, you know, it, it's just horrific. We're not going to talk about depleted uranium this segment, but I will promise you one thing, ExoNation, we are going to have another depleted uranium special, because it seems that people forget over time, and this is something you just cannot forget, 
This time, we're talking about the Zika virus. And Doug, you sent me information going back all the way to 2001. Here's something I'm looking at. Pesticide exposures during ODS. Uh, 12th Preventative Medicine Combined, uh, ODS. 3rd, U.S. Army Medical uh, Command Bowers Raiders. Uh, prepared with the assistance for the National Academy of Science Institute of Medicine. This is, goes back to May 2001, Doug. So you were raising the flags way back then. Yeah, we've been doing it because, I mean, anytime you get any of these bugs or anything, you've got to spray them. We knew during Desert Storm we had horrific diseases, bug-borne, transmitted, mm-hmm. and everything else we had to take care of it, just like this is. And the crazy thing about all of this stuff, if you trace it back, and this might get me, you know, an airstrike on me, but hey, I've been living with that for a long time. The American tissue type culture type culture collection, the same guys that sent all the chemical and biological weapons, U.S. Army, to Iraq, again, to use on Iranian, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, all over the place, are the same guys that messed around with Zika. So it all goes back to the same place. So now we've got horrible modifications. Well, with the Zika virus getting out and being transmitted by the mosquito that was put in place, they had genetic modification, they got to spray. So now they're going to start spraying and telling everybody to use DEET and OP and everything else. Well, let me tell you, if you're any military personnel, and this happened to me personally, man, they're still trying to figure it out. We're scared about the bugs up here. We know we got Zika in Champaign County, Illinois. We know we have it 100%. Mosquitoes are biting. They said to use some off. I used a little bit of off, and I'm still dealing with the medical consequences three weeks ago when I used it. And I just got word right before we went, got ready to do this show of one of my best friends, another team member, is down for the count. So this stuff is not anything you mess with. When you start spraying all over and you see these intervals going around spraying with pesticides all over the place, it's getting into food, the water, it's getting into the body or anything. And if you've got any military personnel like all of us are susceptible already, it goes bad. If you have anybody with genetic problems, any neurological problems, all these problems at all, and you get hit with pesticides, cardiac, respiratory, anything, it's going to create a nightmare. But then the other thing, too, is what we found out from Zika. This stuff is really rapidly changing and gain of function. And what that means, it isn't as simple as it looks. And it's getting worse and it's spreading fast. We warned and we warned and we warned that we have to have biological containment. They let everybody go to the Olympics despite all of the warnings. They let everybody travel all over creation. And now when a person can be in, you know, travel 5,000 miles in a few hours and be in another nation with no medical precautions whatsoever, we're looking at a nightmare. And there's no medical care available. So if you get sick, standard stuff, you want to take care of it, it's great. Now we've got a problem. You go into a hospital or anything and you've got Zika and everything and the fluids from your body, you're hot and you spread it out of the medical staff. Now you spread it in the hospital or the doctor's clinic because they weren't using any standard protocol to protect themselves. How far and how bad does this have to get? I mean, we've got thousands and thousands of cases in the United States and Canada. It's now spread throughout Central America, South America. It's spread throughout North America. It's spread all the way into the Pacific. It's spread all the way to Asia. It came out of Africa. It's into Europe. I mean, we're looking at something worse and worse situations than 1918 flu epidemic. Am Doug, I making any sense? Yeah. Doug, in, in your opinion, is the Zika virus a biological weapon? Absolutely. 
then how come the media and the government is not doing anything about this? Why are they letting this happen? Why aren't they warning the people? It seems like, you know, like they, they're not taking this serious enough. And it's scary, Doug. Hey, you know, again, as we've proven 100%, all the chem bio stuff that happened to us in Desert Storm was generated by the U.S. and Great Britain and Israel and Canada and Australia. So now we got the same thing again, generated by, for economic control and everything else. I, uh, there's no way to describe it. I mean, if they were serious about it and they knew it was spread, they would immediately put biocontainment on and not allow anybody to go there and get it spread all over the world. You can't allow uninterrupted travel with people that get sick going from nation to nation, town to town, and have zero biocontainment when you have an epidemic in, in, in process. And then blood, I mean, here in Champaign County, I don't know, it was over two, probably two months ago, I forced a uh, local blood bank to start testing. I did an article, letter to the editor of the newspaper, oh, we better do this. Here comes Doug and his guys again. So they did. But what does it matter? I mean, if you, you've tested, it's already there. They're not going to test it and find it there unless it's already there. And then it's too late. All right, so we know it's, we know it's dangerous. We know how it's spread. We know what to do. We know it's a biological warfare um, uh, agent. Is we're, Who's attacking us? Ourselves, like before. I mean, I, I don't understand. You know, I can, I can see where it's coming from and understand what happened. I have to understand. The, all the chemical weapons, nerve agents, all the biological agents, you got the list, you got the shipping documents, you got to Iraq that, you know, start off Desert Storm, mm-hmm. were shipped by the United States military. I mean, anthrax was shipped to Iraq by the United States Army out of Fort Detrick, Maryland. End of story. And all the nerve agents, serin, cycloserin, all these other things, that's where it came from. You're looking at economic control and whatever you want to have and, you know, all the stuff that controlled everybody. And they say, mm-hmm. well, we're going to do something. Well, if you're going to do something, you would have put biocontainment in place. Then you would have eliminated the source and treated everybody within that circle and shrunk it on down until you controlled it. Now we allowed everybody to travel, and there's no way to control it. Then we're going to spray them with bug spray, and now they're going to get sicker. Mm-hmm. And, and you can look at all the devastating effects from pesticides and herbicides and everything on learning disabilities in our schools, behavior disabilities in our schools and our communities, and then the selling of all this contaminated food to anybody that'll buy it because they don't know it's contaminated, yeah. like off a of Chinook Air Force Base in Rantoul, Illinois. Doug, why was the Zika virus developed? Good question. Do we have any idea? Probably control of Colombia and Brazil and economic control and political domination, I would that's what I'd suspect. Were they anticipating the virus to hit mainland USA? Oh, they never think that far ahead. That's scary, Doug. You know, I, I've received a number of reports over the last couple of weeks about a lot of UN vehicles in places in the United States where they've never been before. Could this be in preparation for what they're anticipating with the Zika virus? <laughs> really good question, isn't it? Yeah. I don't have the answer. I mean, we've got a biological weapon. We've got genetic modification of the bugs involved in it. We've got transmission started out by just one type of mosquito. Now any bug available is going to bite it. 
The mosquito bites a dog, dog gets bitten by a mosquito, or a dog bites a person, or you spread the saliva from a bitten dog or cat or rat or mouse or whatever you have. you got the people transmitted from person to person via sex or any other bodily contact. Your contamination in your hospitals and everything else because they can't control bodily fluids transmission. And then we wonder if we've gone nuts. And then I can't get medical care for myself and my own team that were the expert for this, and too many are dead. And I just found out a few minutes ago one of my best friends and team members is down for the count. Doug, we're we're in the, we're in an election year, and have any of the candidates, either Secretary of State uh, Clinton or Donald J. Trump, have they been advised of of the past with with depleted uranium? And has anybody sent them the the information that we're sharing tonight on the airways that, you know, the Zika is a biological agent and we are ill-prepared. Well, I mean, I guarantee you the Clinton administration, because we had all the hearings in 92 through, you know, 2000, we worked directly with them. They had President Special Oversight Board appointed by the Clinton administration. I worked directly with uh, Hillary Clinton and her staff when she was a U.S. senator on all this stuff, and they never helped then, they never helped at all. That's why in 2000 we went to work with George Bush Jr. and ended up doing the invited talk in the U.S. Senate on Veterans Day, breakfast for 2000, and it's got worse and it's worse and worse. President Obama knows. All these guys know. They don't care. The VA knows. They don't care. DOD knows. They don't care. I mean, you've got millions of people sick today from all these chemical and toxic exposures. You're continually exposing everybody you're spreading it all over the world because there's no biocontainment and there's no PPE, personal protective equipment, to protect anybody. And, you know, standard protocols in a hospital, your hospitals don't understand and don't know what to do. We had a nasty situation here in Champaign, Illinois, at the University of Illinois a couple of weeks ago. It was a big shootout and, mm-hmm. you know, like one dead and four or five wounded. Well, they just went over and sprayed the body parts and the blood with a spray bottle, then wash it off with water. No concept at all. And we did teach us, but the new guys aren't there, and they didn't know, and they threw away all the left stuff we give them, that you got to mix up an HTH paste, put it on contact, and leave it sit there for a long time. Because otherwise, you see a genetic modification. A little dab will only allow the bug or the virus to grow and become less susceptible. So a genetic modified, and each time you use a little bit, it gets worse and worse and worse because it survives, and it can survive more and more and more. So basically, we're helping to build a stronger uh, a stronger superbug, so to speak. That's what we've done with all the bacterial bacteriological problems, haven't we? Exactly. Exactly. What can we do, it's, Doug? What, what do we do? You know, this is this is a big, big problem we're going to have. And if the government doesn't want to acknowledge it, if the Defense Department doesn't want to acknowledge it. If the Veterans Department doesn't want to acknowledge it, what do we do? We ask God for help, and we force them all to act by communication and information and education and action. We have to have biocontainment, number one. You can't have people that are possibly or possibly exposed traveling from nation to nation, town to town, without any controls. If you're in, a, in an area where it's, it's bugged or controlled and tests you until you're proven safe, mm-hmm. hey, You've got to stay there. You can't go moving all over because every time we move and what we see now, it's all over the world in just a few months after the Olympics. And we said exactly that was going to happen. 
How does it make you feel, Doug, knowing that you warned the powers to be many, many years ago that this was going to happen and they sat on their laurels and did absolutely nothing about it? It's a moral injury beyond all comprehension. We talk about PTSD and moral injury and the yeah. effects of everybody. Now you understand why so many of these kids have committed suicide. They can't deal with it. Doug, stand by. We've got to take our break. It'll be a short one. Exonation, Dr. Doug Rocky's my very special guest. Do me a favor, Exonation. Send this audio around the world. Send it to everyone we know. We're going to be plastering it all over our social media sites, emails. We're sending it to all the media. Something has to be done about this because the safety of our families, our loved ones, our friends, neighbors are at stake. And thank God for people like Doug Rocky on this world. We'll be back. Don't go away. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? Well then, meet Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and her cutting-edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility. Dr. Kimberly brings real-life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions. She teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever. Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net.
I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Dr. Doug Rocky is our special guest, Exxon Nation. We're talking about the Zika virus. Doug, uh, based on your best best uh, guess, where in the United States do you think the Zika virus was actually developed? Well, I mean, you know, hard to say, but probably uh, at one of the biological weapons, either that Plum Island off the coast, coast of New York, up at Fort Dedrick in Maryland, maybe out there at... Uh, Utah, I don't know. We've got several sites where they work and do all this stuff. I mean, we trace some of this stuff back to different universities. We trace one of the stuff with the mosquito and all genetic modifications at the University of Illinois. I mean, it's all over. I mean, they're doing it all over, and then they go crazy. They don't know what they're doing. When they do it, they don't understand the implications, and they release it, and everything breaks loose. The crazy thing about this, and I'm looking at the CDC's own thing, we got 3,566 cases of travel-associated cases throughout the United States and 59 locally acquired stuff. This is, a, you know, last couple of days. That's unacceptable. I mean, what I said, biocontainment is your number one thing. And then control locally is the number two thing. But now we're having gain-of-function and genetic modification. So each time this stuff bug gets spread, it's going to be a little bit more resistant which is what we're seeing, and a little bit worse than the physiological consequences. And then you got Julian Bear and all these other medical problems that also are associated with this whole thing, and it's going to be bad news. I mean, it's, it's, at a, it's at a point of nonsense. We have forgot chemical and biological safety. All the stuff we did for training, education, information has gone the way of the dodo bird. These new kids come in, and what I found out, I said, well, where's the information we trained everybody and we left there in the departments? Where is it? Well, we thought it was old. We thought it was no good, so we threw it away. How can they do that? Like, it makes no sense, Doug. It seems as if, it seems as if there are nefarious actions being committed behind the scenes and that thanks to people like you who are able to scrape off the the levels of bullcrap that are put there to to thwart off the 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 researchers that something is happening is this part of a global takeover a global uh the, a one world order 
Or is this just an accident that went bad and nobody wants to co- nobody wants to take responsibility for it? I think probably both. Ouch. How I mean, it- that's what happened with Desert Storm Syndrome. I mean, we've got the medical information. The Department of Veteran Affairs put out the clinician's guidance on golf or illness years ago. I still can't get the director at the Danville VA Medical Center to give it to my own doctor right now for my own care. I can't get anybody to hand it out myself, and i got an incredible congressional staff that we hand it out to everybody. A bunch of us will copy and we'll hand it out to any, anybody that needs it. Mm-hmm. But this one-on-one thing doesn't work. And when we got all these nightmare problems, and the simplest thing was biocontainment, treatment, and elimination. And yet we've gone on to allow travel, 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 and now it's all across the world, and it should have never been done. We told them, we told them months and months ago, cancel the Olympics. Well, that didn't happen, and now we've got this stuff spread around the world. Congratulations. Money trumps safety all the time. All right, so how do we how do we reverse it? How do we take this bad situation and and turn it around so that we can actually correct what is happening so that it will cease to continue and then we take care of the people who have been infected and if if that's even possible. I'm not sure if it's possible now. Well, I mean it's, it's there's so many cases all over the place that it's now all over. You know, but they've got the whole thing. We've got we're going in the winter season up north. We're going in the hot season down south. So we're going to have six months where the stuff is growing like mad down south, and then it'll get blown out of proportion. And it'll start growing like mad as it's as the seasons change. But what's scary on this now? It's no longer susceptible to a mosquito transmission or bite. Any sexual contact, any fluid transfer, is now a potential transmission. That's what they're finding. This is the gain of function. So now it's far worse. And then when you get susceptible for one disease, you get the whole other host of diseases in the same family, plus the other medical problems that a person are already susceptible to, and you go down. For example, anybody associated with Desert Storm or any of the current battles where they're in the Middle East where they got exposed to chemical warfare agents, nerve agents, or anything anybody exposed from the you know stuff they did in the United States with Project Shad should not apply any pesticide to their skin or breathe it in. You're going to go down. You're going to have a problem. I did, and everybody else that I know that did did also. And then the VA doctor is going, oh, now what do we do? We don't even know how to treat it. Well, first off, you have to acknowledge it and then agree to treat it. And then you have to take incredible precautions. Number one, biocontainment. Probably too late. Number two, individual treatment and isolation. Number three, proper PPE and precautions to eliminate transfer. And then we got to make sure if we do find the bug, if we get something that kills the bug, and the bug just does go genetic modification, go, oh, you got me a little bit. Well, I'm back stronger. I got me a little bit. I'm back double strong, but a little bit back. I'm quadruple strong, and now we're nailed. Oh, wow. What are the state? What are the stages of the Zika virus? As you know, once the mosquito bites the host, I don't know. It's probably going to depend on each individual and all the stuff. I'm not a physician. I don't know. 
you know, how, it, how each person is going to respond is going to be mm-hmm. different on their physiological composition and response. What other diseases do I have? What other medical problems do they have? Mm. If you're young and think about getting pregnant, and I put the warnings out the other night on the news, hey, if you've been any place at all where you couldn't even show, forget having sex or trying to get a baby for at least six to eight months after you've been exposed, make sure you don't come down sick or carry it. We don't know what the carriers are going to be for this disease. We don't know how far it can be carried and how long it can be carried. We don't know what the genetic modifications are going to take place and make this thing a superbug. Because when you spray it a little bit and it doesn't kill it, it comes back stronger. Are you following me? I am. All all it's doing is is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and morphing into a superbug each and every time. Correct. Yeah. I, I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to fathom why this isn't ringing more alarm bells than we than we see, Doug. This is this is. It's mind-boggling that this this biological disease is allowed to roam free without apparently anybody wanting to do anything about it. Well, you know, when it first started out, what I saw, and they show on TV, the guy gets their bug spray, and they go out there in their clothes. They're not even wearing proper clothes. That's the bug spray, the pesticide sprayer. So he's spraying it all over, having a happy day. And then it gets in everything, and everybody gets sick. And they think they've done something, and all they did is, you know, well, hey, tickled it a little bit. And then everybody gets sick, and then you get the combination of all the medical problems. Most people just want to have a beer Eat, eat food and watch some stupid ball game, and that's the extent of it. Most people don't have to stop and think about what do we really have to do to make it life safe and better for ourselves. Right. Because right. then I have to make a decision. I'm going to have to hold those people accountable for what has happened. Biocontainment, treatment, elimination. It is too probably too late. Is there any is there any known vaccine that would protect anybody from the Zika virus? Supposedly they're trying to develop that, but that's sort of like the anthrax vaccine. The United States Army absolutely gave weaponized anthrax to Iraq prior to Desert Storm. We knew we had to administer the vaccine. The vaccine itself was for cutaneous, not for was for respiratory anthrax, not cutaneous anthrax. There weren't enough doses, so they changed the adjuvant from alum to squalene, and the adjuvant got everybody sick. Then we got everybody the vaccine, and the vaccine made millions of people, millions of military and civilians sick. So as you develop a new vaccine, what is it going to do, and how is it going to administer it, and what are going to be the health effects of it? I mean, I remember what it, you know. We all remember we were young. We were exposed to measles, mumps, and chicklepox yeah. to get it over with and get it done while we were young. I remember that well. And polio. I mean, polio or a form of polio is back. They were warning about that on the news yesterday. I don't know much anything about that yet, other than this another form, newer form of polio is coming back, and again, like Zika is spreading rapidly. Could be connected. I don't know. Is there any place where 
people who are living would be free of the threat of the Zika virus? If they didn't have any travel contact with anybody else in the area, area where it's contaminated, yes. So it wouldn't matter. So containment is you can't allow people to travel abroad and from town to town and community to community where you have a known epidemic into an area where you don't have an epidemic. You can't allow contamination to be transferred and transmitted mm-hmm. via anything from one area to a safe area. We forgot about that. That's what happened with depleted uranium contamination around the world here in, in the United States and Europe. And we got so many sick back at the bases for contaminated equipment. And all it has the materials contamination that's been spread and left down there. And then you get in one area and air, water, and soil and everything just transmit and spreads it all over. So it might land in one spot. And a couple of days later, it's 10 miles away. And once you get into your waterway, hello, that's what happened to Chinook Air Force Base here in Rancho, Illinois. The waterways are contaminated. The aquifer is contaminated. With trichloroethylene and perfluorinated hydrocarbons, God knows what else, chemical, biological weapons. We did that ourselves out there on the base. Of course, the military denies that we did it and we were even there. But, hey, you know, what can you do, right? So, if, so is it possible that the virus, as we understand it, started in South America and was brought into the United States by travelers? Am I correct? Well, it started probably in the United States or wherever, and then it was taken down to South America, and the bugs were released, and then it got going. But then, yes, all the travel, the people traveling to these areas, yes, it did spread from down there up to here. If we're, you know, we're going, we're, you know, into a season where everybody was traveling, and as they travel, if they're bit bug bitten and they got it, then they come back. It's going to go. I mean, when you look at the number of cases they have, the majority of cases in the United States are travel associated. In other words, it was gone down, they got it, they brought it home. And now, wherever they live, it's going to be spreading than it is. So is it also possible then that the Zika virus could have worked its way up from South America, wherever the handlers released the, the, uh, the carriers, and actually work their way back to the United States using the land masses. Sure. Animals move, don't they? Sure do. Well, I mean, let's look at the West Nile virus as U.S. Army biological weapon, shipped to Iraq prior to the desert storm, for use as a biological weapon. Then it got released out of Plum Island facility in the Central Park, and the bugs and the bees and the bugs... As host of Dialogue with Divinity, I am thrilled to join the Exxon Broadcast Network and their growing number of affiliates. My quest for a connection to the divine ignited my successful career path as an international spiritual counselor for over 40 years, an author of four books, and well-known metaphysical educator. My clients call me their spiritual mama. So my job is to offer you a radio show to help you grow spiritually with wisdom and get specific tools from guests who are experts in their field. Tune in to Dialogue with Divinity and be part of the conversation with Spirit. My goal, your happy soul. For more information, please visit my website at johannacarroll.com.
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exome Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, High Tech with Corey Kay, and every minute of the 24-7, 365 programming of the Exome Broadcast Network by calling 712-432-9459, courtesy of TalkStream Live. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 712-432-9459 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 712-432-9459 for the best of paranormal, new age, thought-provoking, sci-fi radio programming 24-7-365. Coming soon to the Exxon Broadcast Network is a different perspective with me, Kevin Randall, as your host. We'll be taking a close look at what is happening in the world of UFOs today with side trips into the paranormal. Guests will range from those who are household names to those who have a different perspective on a variety of topics. No topic will be taboo, but there will be tough questions asked as we all search for the truth about UFOs, the paranormal, and those things that excite us. Sometimes we'll agree with a guest and sometimes we won't, but we'll try to keep the program topical. For those of you who would like to read, be sure to visit www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com and remember to listen to the other fine programs on the X-Zone Broadcast Network at www.xzbn.net. This is Kevin Randall. For nearly 30 years, I have been investigating the case of the Roswell UFO. I have interviewed hundreds of people and stood on the crash site. Now in Roswell in the 21st century, I have reviewed dozens of hours of audio and videotaped interviews, examined hundreds of files that relate to the crash, and have returned to Roswell in an attempt to put all that information into the proper perspective. For the first time in Roswell in the 21st century, I have made a dispassionate reevaluation of all that material and provide a new look at what happened. This is a book that clears away all the clutter that has hidden the truth for so long, strips away the various lies that surround the case, exposes the Air Force attempts at cover-up, and found a core of solid information that tells us all where the case stands today. Roswell in the 21st Century will be available in just a few weeks. For more information, please visit my website at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. What Happened in Benghazi is revealed by Nicholas Genix, author of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. He informs the American people that President Obama deceived them by advocating a strong foreign policy prior to the 2012 presidential election, and Hillary Clinton supported this deception. As the title infers, there is a connection between Obama, Islam, and Benghazi. Ample evidence informs Americans that Obama's early indoctrination in the Quran developed an infinity for Islam, why the Quran is the source of discontent in many countries, and why the Obama foreign policy deception led to poor military action and caused the loss of American lives in Benghazi. Genex provides 36 questions for the Select Committee on Benghazi to validate if Americans are justified to mistrust President Obama and Hillary Clinton. 
An overview of Obama, Islam, and Benghazi is presented on the website www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Afterlife expert Roberta Grimes was the first one to say that dying can be fun. Now her best-selling book, The Fun of Dying, is available in stores worldwide. So if you wonder whether death ends life, how it feels to die, or what heaven might be like, The Fun of Dying was written for you. And if you have always been afraid of death, or if you worry that your life is no meaning, let The Fun of Dying ease your fears and bring new meaning to your life. Nothing said in The Fun of Dying is based on the teachings of any religion. Instead, Roberta draws on evidence to explain how death happens, how it feels, and what comes next. A lot of the best death-related evidence was produced in the first half of the 20th century. When it is put together with recent discoveries, it tells a consistent and amazing story. Roberta Grimes blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Her wonderful book, The Fun of Dying, is available on Amazon and at stores worldwide wherever books are sold. Exonation, Dr. Doug Rocky is our special guest this hour. We're talking about the Zika virus. Number one, we found out it's a biologically engineered uh, weapon. Number two, that right now there's nothing that can be used to inoculate anybody with. And, and my question, Doug, is we know that they're working on a, on a serum. But if it was... Modify, genetically created by a lab somewhere, wouldn't they also create the anti-serum or the, or the, vi- or, or the um, vaccine to fight the effects of the, uh, of the uh, virus? Not necessarily. You would pray and hope that they do, but from my experience, they don't. Well. If, it, if they did, me and my team would be healthy and the guys would be alive and we wouldn't have a problem right now that we found out about a few minutes ago that one of our team has gone down completely, totally. So what, what about the Veterans Association? Are, are they helping any more than they were? Was the public outcry of any, of any help to you, veterans? No. I mean, you know, you give them the information, they won't distribute the information. Like I said, you know, we've got the documents. Nobody wants to see them and they won't distribute them. When you go to the VA doctor or the military doctor, even when you hand it to them, they deny that they exist, and they throw them back in your face. When you tell them where to find them, they don't bother to go looking for them. I mean, it's, it's a horrific. We've got millions of U.S. military that are sick now because of all the chemical, com- biological, radiological DU exposures. Yep. We've got millions and millions of non-combatants that are sick in these areas we've totally trashed and walked away from. We've got all the absolute requirements, and I wrote the regulations for environmental remediation for the DU and all the radiological. They're totally ignored. And it's not just in warfare. It's Hawaiian Islands are trashed. Vieques, Puerto Rico is trashed. And now, you know, hey, Vieques is nailed with both DU and Sika. Isn't that wonderful? That's and the okay. homes down there are designed for free airflow, so the bugs and everybody just goes out, just spray, and the bugs spray outside and immediately goes in the house. One of the questions I got from the last time you were on, uh, Craig just uh, found it. And they wanted uh, the listener. Craig, where is the listener from? 
somewhere in Nebraska. They wanted to know if, in your opinion, if Morgellons disease was a biological weapon as well. If what? Morgellons, or the fiber disease. I don't know what that is. Okay, well. Um, uh, what about chemtrails? Are they real, Doug? Is this part of a, a mass vaccination that the government is doing? Or once again, that's outside of your area of expertise. That's outside. I've, I've talked to individuals. Chemtrails are real. I've talked to scientists that have seen them and measured them. And, yeah, it's gross contamination in the environment. Wow. It can come from anything. And we've been spreading so much contamination with all this better living through chemistry now since the 60s. When we match everything up, what has happened, we got all the elderly coming down with all the neurological and brain diseases, perfect timing for susceptibility from the 60s up, and then desert storm illness and everything is perfect on a young group that got acutely exposed with the same consequences. And now we got, I mean, the only thing we got to do, you know, everybody, you just can't travel or go to an area where Sika is prevalent right now. If you're planning a vacation or travel to a prevalent area, cancel it. It's not worth your health and safety. What do you see, Doug, as the next step in friendly biological disasters? Well, I think the main thing is all these perforated carbons and everything used for firefighting and everything else for the training that are spread all over. Mm-hmm. And pesticides is the other big thing. I mean, herbicides and pesticides are totally misused into everything, into our food crops, into our homes, everything else. So we're having getting super zapped. And now with the Zika saying we've got to use more pesticides, well, the Zika is going to zap you and the pesticides are going to make it worse. God, I wish I had the answers. I wish he would respond. You know, we pray and we ask, but some says God's answer comes in his time, not in ours. Some of us get a little bit uh, antsy and wish the answer would come now and my friends would be treated care and be taken care of and it nightmare would end, but it doesn't. And then people don't use common sense. When they're told don't travel to a contaminated area, they go, I'm I'm immune, I'm Superman or I'm Supergirl, and off they go. And they're saying, I know they're beating on the door. How do I get help? What do I do? If somebody suspects they may have been to an area and are infected with the Zika virus, what, are your, what is your suggestion to them? Get to their doctor and ask, ask for the blood test and whatever treatment the doctor can provide. Get into a competent medical authority, somebody that specializes in occupational environmental medicine. I just, uh, you know, too often your average doctor has no clue. It's like with Gulf War illness, very complex medical problem, from to- toxic exposures. Your average doctor has no clue. Mm-hmm. And then what's bad is most individuals can't speak the language enough to communicate to the doctor. And when the doctor comes up with an idea, they can't communicate back to the patient. Scientific literacy, chemical, biological, physiological literacy is so poor and so low now that it's terrible. We don't read, we don't write, we don't study. And everybody goes and looks on the Internet instead of going and look for the information primary source. Do we put too much faith in those in power in Washington and the states and Ottawa up here in Canada? I learned that for sure. Remember, you got the documents. They told me to lie in our reports in order to avoid all responsibility and avoid responsibility for environmental remediation and medical care. Many people I've talked to about you, Doug, and I always talk about you with pride, uh, 
cannot believe that the United States has broken UN treaties. They say it's impossible. They did it willfully and with all the stuff, and they ordered us to lie to avoid responsibility. Most people don't want to believe it until you show them the document, and then they freak out. And then they do everything they can to ignore it. Mm-hmm. How do you admit to the horror of reality? How do you admit to the horror of non-medical care for everybody? How do you admit to the horror of the Zika virus, which is now spread all over? And we could have stopped it when, if they complied with biocontainment and didn't go to the Olympics when we told them. How we could have stopped people could stop it if people didn't keep traveling. But hey, I got to go. I got to go see this stuff. I don't care whether I get sick. I'm Superman. I'm Supergirl. And once they get sick, they beat the door down for help. Sounds like super idiots to me. Thank you very much. Not you. I mean the people who did not uh, who did not follow the suggestions. Oh, I, exactly. Yeah. I mean that's what happened with all the recommendations on depleted uranium. Yeah. Once I found out we didn't have medical care, once I found out we couldn't clean it up, as you know, and you've been there from day one, we told them, don't ever use it again. And they continued to use it not over in combat operations, but throughout North America, Central America, Asia, Hawaii, you name it, they do it, and then they ignore it. Yeah. It it's is. all about pulling control and economic control and power. God help us. But but the question here, Doug, is who's economic? Who's control? Because if, if the United States government is doing this to their own people, what do they have to gain? Nothing. Our mindset is off, off, off a kilter. We're thinking that they care about us and will protect us and help us. It ain't that way. And, and the major international groups would just as soon have money control and everything and disregard our health and safety. They don't care. I wish that they did. Wow. I wish they did, too. The evidence is there that they don't. And now the evidence with Zika is even worse. Mm-hmm. We told them, don't release the bugs. We told them, do biocontainment. We did elimination on site. All ignored. Once it's released, it's released. The genie's out of the bottle. And this genie's not going to be nice to us. And this genie's not not going to go back in the bottle either. Correct. So if we if you just look at the mathematics, I tried to do it very fast, based on the possibility of number of people who went down there, the possibility of the infections and the poss the the possible factors that are added in for personal contact, spreading, and so on and so forth. We're talking about millions and millions and millions of people. You know, and the average person might just come down very minimal medical problems, but if you get exposed to somebody that's either pregnant or getting pregnant, and you spread it from family to family, either via some secretion, or the bug bit you and then bites them, or whatever it is, or bit the dog and then bites the dog and then bites you and bites them, now it's spread all over. I mean, how many how many of these young people have to be put into harm's way and told, hey, you can't avoid it? I guess there'd be and too many... The probability if you have sex and become pregnant, even with mm. precautions, and now if you've got this over your head, if you do it at all? I guess one of the main reasons, Doug, is that too many people would lose too much money and that the lives of the people are expendable, but the deep pockets of those in power 
need to keep be kept filled all the time. Amen. That's what I learned. That's what you've learned. Yeah. You stated it perfectly. Doug, I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight, my friend. Uh, is there a website somebody can go to to find out more? There isn't any website. I mean, you know, we're doing all the incredible work with Professor Francis Boyle, University of Illinois Medical School, you know, and all he's been coordinating all the stuff on the yeah. Internet, and all the focus groups have been working together. Dr. Merle Nasser's a bunch of group, great people, Yochi. Yeah. And you've got contact with these people. You know what I'm talking about. Doug, I want to thank you ever so much for joining us. Take care of yourself, my friend, and um, my thoughts and prayers are with you and the rest of your colleagues with that horrific news you just learned before you came to air with us. God bless you, Doug Rocky, and thank you for your service. Thank you, Rob. Take care, my friend. Exonation, Doug Rocky has been our guest. If you'd like more information, send me an email, and I'll be glad to get you as much as I can. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply.